Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Muay Thai Save Me. Guys, I'm next to me is my business partner, Edwin Lopez. What's going on, fellas? And uh, across from us is actually one of our newest coaches who has been with us for two months now. Um, and uh, his name is Ed. What's up, guys? <laughs> Good to be here. Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Um, I, we wanted to bring you on board just because a lot of people don't really know much about Coach Ed. You yeah. know what I mean? So we, we thought it'd be a great way for you to kind of share to our listeners like who Coach Ed is as a person. Can you can you share a little bit about yourself? Uh, born and raised in California. Okay. Well, uh, grew up in Glendale most of my life. Okay. I lived a little bit in Hollywood and I lived a little bit in South Central, but front of my upbringing has been Glendale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, okay. I moved out of Glendale when I was, I moved to South Central when I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I lived there for about seven years before going to Silmar. Okay. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, I hear you have a twin brother that looks just like yeah, you. Yeah. Just like me. Yeah. Wow. His uh-huh. beard and everything? Beard and everything. Wow. Actually, no, he just recently shaved his beard off. Oh. Yeah. But basically me without a beard now and no tattoos. <laughs> How identical do you guys look? Because I don't. Oh, think same seen... thing. Really? We sound the same. Clothes off the same. Everything is like literally the same. Has he came and covered classes that we didn't even know? No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the better fighter, but oh, his okay. physique is a lot better looking than mine. Right you guys can tell right away. Right on. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Um, Ed, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you're Ar- full Armenian. Yes, full Armenian. Uh-huh. Um, I-, I was told that uh, your dad was was a fighter back in his day yeah back in the day during the soviet union era he was a championship uh champion boxer over there wow yeah i mean it's a good and a bad like he was fully against me fighting like since i was young yeah fully opposed to it because i i remember i wanted to fight like i remember me wanting to fight since i was five like i was asking him and i didn't even know he was a boxer i just wanted to do it yeah and i think it just comes from him but he was fully against me doing it like i i begged him for years like let me box let me box let me box but then Actually, uh, there was this ice cream truck driver in Glendale. Mm. And one time my dad was getting me ice cream and I told, I was nagging him about it. And the ice cream truck driver actually happened to be a judo coach. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then he kind of pitched to my dad, like, bring him to judo. Don't take him to boxing. And my dad's like, would you want to try judo? And me and I I was just like, oh, well, if he's not going to take me to boxing, I'll go to whatever this is. I didn't know what it was at the time. But I went there, it was just basically grappling with a gi on. Okay. So I did that for about like five years. Yeah. And my dad would, in the beginning, he would come watch me, but slowly he stopped coming. And in that gym, they also had like boxing classes, kickboxing classes, stuff like that. And I would always go play with the boxing kids and the kickboxing kids and they'd show me stuff. So like every, every once in a while that my dad didn't watch me, I'd always sneak over there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But when I was 15, I was like already at the point that I would just do whatever I wanted. Okay. Yeah. So I, I eventually just started taking boxing by myself. What What were some of your dad's worries like? You know, because he fought. What What was some of his concerns? Why he didn't want you, his son? He just didn't want me to get brain damage or anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and on top of that, he just, you know, wants me to. Um, I don't know. He sees it as a privilege to be born in America, and it is. I fully see it as a privilege. Like especially hearing stories like. Uh, I have friends that got deported and stuff. So mm-hmm. I know like I'm really privileged, mm-hmm. but yeah, he just wants me like be a doctor, be a lawyer, something uh, like that. Something, you know, okay. every parent wants it. I understand fully. I'm yes. older now and I completely <laughs> understand why, but he just doesn't want me to get hurt. 
I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Now, um, with your twin brother, did he ever, was he ever interested oh, in yeah, like we combat actually, sports? Yeah, he actually did judo with me. We were actually okay. going there together. Okay. But he kind of, like, he was more into like bodybuilding and I, like weightlifting, stuff like that. I so see. he eventually branched off. I see. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you still practice judo now? No. No. I haven't done it. The second I left that, my coach never did it. I didn't okay. want to do it. I only did it because that's the only thing I was allowed to do. And you know what? One thing that I love about you too, Ed, is that you are like very humble. And um, I was told you you made it to nationals. Yes. When I was, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, uh, I made it to nationals when I was younger in judo. Okay. Uh, and it was in a younger age. I forget what age it was. It was like it was either. 10, 11, 12, or 13. One of those ages. Okay. And I won the whole tournament with one move. I feel like I won that tournament because I was just stronger than everyone. Mm. I was physically stronger than everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I literally used one move, but like it, I didn't even like, I remember I, like, I didn't even care. Like it wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Even my daddy's like, you couldn't do anything else. You only had that one move. And I was like, it worked. And That's like, true. yeah, it worked. That's true. Yeah, but uh, it was cool. I went to nationals again after that, but that, that one was, I didn't win that time. But I, in judo, you don't just do one match. You do a couple of matches. Okay. It's a, no one's getting punched. It's a little bit. Like, you could do it. It's possible. Yeah. And I remember I, was, I made it to the third round. And the kid clotheslined me. And you're not allowed to strike. Mm. But I fell on the floor and they gave him the points for it. And when he was getting on top of me, I was kind of heated too. So I kind of kicked him off of me. Uh. And I hit, ended up hitting him in the face. So they disqualified me. Wow. Yeah, and then after that, I was just like, actually, that was about the time I, I was like, nope, I'm doing boxing now. Nothing's stopping me. That day, they disqualified me, mm. and I was so embarrassed, and I was like, what happened? Like, he just, my mouth was bleeding. Wow. Like, you guys look, it's bleeding. But after that, I was like, nope, not doing this again. Have See, you guys ever seen those? Uh, I've seen those reels sometimes that pop up, pop up on my algorithms on Instagram, and you'll see wrestlers, like, they start, and they're getting really aggressive, and, like, they get mad by the way they're grabbing each other, uh-huh. and it ends up being, like, a slap. So then it becomes like a like a just a street fight brawl, and then everyone like jumps on the mats to like separate them. Yeah, it it was kind of like that, but it just it, but it got stopped quick. Like got no it. one really did anything when he hit me, but when I hit him, it was you know, stop it, get up, get up, like got right it. away. And yeah. I was just like, what? Like what yeah. happened? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I should have at least got third place because that was my third place right there. Like at uh. that point. You, yeah, we, we all placed whoever was gonna like I think there was four of us left actually no three of us out of that four were gonna place wow so I, I potentially could have got third place at that wow or higher yeah mm-hmm. wow uh-huh. do you ever um, do you ever in looking back and telling us this story do you ever feel like you missed out on anything or you're, you're happy with that journey in your life and then you're like oh I moved over to boxing I, I honestly just wish I I could have just went straight into boxing. Okay. Like I, I, I honestly didn't want. It. I, I remember doing it, and I, I never had my heart into it. You know. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I, I never did it like, oh, I'm going to judo practice today. I never, I never had that. How, how long did you do boxing for uh, until you started discovering like kickboxing and Muay Thai? When did you? Uh, I, I did boxing for ten years. So, uh, and in between those ten years, I didn't just box. I was, I was mainly boxing. Okay. But I did kickboxing too. Uh, yeah, and I remember I was actually getting ready for my first amateur boxing match, and I went and did a smoker. Went to another gym, was going with this kid, and I don't know how it happened. I still, to this day, I'm trying to like put myself in that situation, how it happened. Mm-hmm. I, hit the, I threw a left hook at the kid, mm-hmm. and he uppercut the bottom of my elbow. Mm-hmm. My shoulder went up, jerked up, and it sounded like a bunch of tree branches broke next to my ear. 
But Ooh. I, for the life of me, couldn't pick my arm up. For like two months, like all I could raise it was like to, up to here. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So th- in those days, like I was like, oh, I can't use my arm. Let me kick. Yeah. No, I, I started. I never, in those days, I didn't really do elbows or knees. I was just, okay. just strictly Straight kickboxing. kickboxing. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I actually started getting more into Muay Thai when I joined UFC. Ah. Yeah. Um, do to be a coach in the UFC gym, you have to get this specialized cert, like a specific for UFC gym. Mm-hmm. And when I was over there, like I felt that, I mean, I didn't feel, I know for a fact that I had the best hands in there, mm-hmm. but I was looking at everyone, everyone was throwing elbows and knees mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, oh damn, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, done. Today I'm going, I'm learning everything. Wow. So I, but my, the gym I trained in had Muay Thai classes Okay. and I just started joining the classes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, shout out to your gym that uh, yeah, helped you cool. gain those uh, that was the knowledge. Shout now, out to that guy that hit your arm like that. Oh, no, that, to, I mean. he shattered it. It honestly took like about six years until it fully came back to normal. That yeah. being said, I didn't like go get it checked up or anything. I was mm-hmm. just like winging it, like whatever. Like I would go to the gym and fight Southpaw. Even wow. now, like, I don't know if you noticed me sparring. I'll just stand in Southpaw mm-hmm. and not even know I do it. But that's why I do it. I just, <laughs> I couldn't use my left. Uh, yeah, I couldn't use my left, so I'll just stand in Southpaw. Is there any times that you are doing certain things that you feel weird? I, I, like I do feel it, but I don't know if it's in my head. Like, because honestly, my shoulder's as strong as it's ever been. Like, mm-hmm. I, I honestly even feel like I'm blessed that it happened because it got me into, like, like corrective fitness and mm. i started like like i was one of the first kids like what is wrong with my shoulder on google mm. and then slowly through that I, I feel like that's what ultimately led me to be a personal trainer like i actually went and got my personal training cert okay got certified went to school for it and everything so honestly on top of that like it just made me really focused on making my body indestructible like wow. it, that day because i'm not gonna lie to you that broke my confidence so much mm. like i before my shoulder shattered i I thought I was the best fighter alive. Like, I didn't think there was anyone that could beat me. That happened, and I was like, oh, oh complete opposite shift. I'm like, now I can't do anything. Great. Now, now you said you went to, um, like, I forgot the term you used, but, like, for corrective. Um, oh, fitness? Uh, yeah, corrective fitness, right? Uh, and so right now, you're, you're known for powerlifting, uh-huh. and you're also known for some awesome calisthenics. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, Ed does a really mean um, what do you call it? Um, oh my gosh, I'm, the words are slipping muscle my mind. Up, hands muscle up, hands Muscle up, yeah. Uh, he, he, he does a mean muscle up with sandals on that don't move. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> that, dude. Like, that, that's a lot of strength, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, I mean, I don't know, because you're also, ve- you're vegetarian or vegan? Vegan. Vegan, which is like, and you, I mean, obviously you have great, you know, great physique and everything and all that. Like, where do you get all that strength from? Like, what, what do you, you do to, uh, to like, uh, supplement yeah supplement like, well i don't need to supplement nutrients. anything like um like it, the mo- most vegans that are like like the problem with meat eaters like carnivores whatever you want to call uh-huh. it is they overdo everything and it's the complete opposite for vegans they're they underdo everything they're malnourished like you know each side has one one of the one mm-hmm. of the spectrums if you know which like like there's nothing you could get from a meat eating a diet, no nutri- nutrient that you guys get that vegans don't get. It's just, you got to do some research and find it, you know? Like mm-hmm. pea protein has every um, amino acid needed, all nine amino acids, pea protein has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to look for it. You got to find it. It's just kind of hard to find fats. Like everything I eat is carbs. That's mm-hmm. about, that's the only hard part. 
Really? Mm -hmm. And then what got you into becoming a, a vegan and all that? Because your culture, you guys eat a lot of meat. Oh, yeah. Right? So. My, my dad took it pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I had an experience and like... Um, Who is she? I, no, I don't want to. I don't want to get too. Who are you? I don't want to get too woo woo, you know, or spiritual. But I feel like I was talking to God. Okay. And I was just asking him better ways I could be a better man, a better person. And at the time, my brother was a vegan for like I've been a vegan for eight years. My brother's been a vegan for I think twelve. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And at, at those days, I gave him so much shit. I was like every every stereotypical thing you could say to a vegan, I would tell him every day like toughen up man up like all that stuff really bad but i was looking at my brother and i don't know like i feel like god was making me look at my brother and like analyze him because i viewed him as like a very good person you know mm. my twin brother mm. and then i was like well what are the differences between us and then i was just weighing it out and i was like something just kept telling me ed you have to go vegan and, that, mm. and i'm taking it as god was telling me to go vegan so okay. i just went cold turkey vegan that day wow. like never touched it again that's crazy wow. uh-huh do you, and then because you train Muay Thai, do you have any advice for fellow vegans that might be listening that could help them? Um, can you share any helpful tips that could help them grow more muscle, um, help them feel more energetic during Muay Thai training? Do you have any tips for them? Just eat your nuts, like, like stay away from the processed stuff. Like don't be going and go, like there's like these vegan hot pockets, don't eat that. There's like these <laughs> vegan hot wings, don't eat that. Like mm. go eat whole foods, like eat your nuts. Uh, believe it or not, soy is not that bad. Really? <laughs> yeah, soy doesn't, like for you to uh, actually like get your estrogen levels higher, you have to eat, like you can't, a, a normal person can't eat that much soy to actually mess up your estrogen levels. But like, there, there's a lot of stuff. It's, it's just, just stay away from processed stuff. Eat your, like, eat your fruits, vegetables, get some peanut butter, yeah. you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. I love that you mentioned the soy because I've had talks with people like that too that I'm like, guys, I drink soy milk too. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. You Like, people, like the media, you know what I mean? It, I always find, I'm sure you will agree with me, Ed and Edwin, like, um, it's like one summer they're, they're preaching this, right? And then next summer it's like, oh no, don't do that. And you're like, wait, what? You were just preaching last year that this is what I should do. I remember, I forgot what year it was. It was way, it was at least 10 years ago. I heard that they were like, don't drink too much water. It's bad for you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, first you're talking about hydration. It's so good to drink lots of water. Now you're telling us to scare us like, oh, don't drink too much. But it just goes back to my rule that I live by. You got to be in the middle. Mm -hmm. Can't be too much on one side. Too little water, no good. Too much water, you go into the bathroom like every few minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, to me, that's what I see the downside for. You drink too much water, you go into the bathroom literally every four minutes. Is there something, because I'm, and fill me in, guys, is soy so bad or what? There, there was a study, like Coach Ed said, um, how, like, oh, it, it makes men like lose their testosterone, like it's gonna raise your estrogen levels. And I, the moment I heard that, I was like, Oh my God. That was my first year. Oh my gosh. Stop. Like, come on guys. Like this is getting ridiculous. Who, what company paid you to say these like scientific reports? Well, uh, uh, to be honest, yeah. It, it, look, you could, it could mess up your testosterone levels, but there's no way humanly possible you could have that much soy intake. Like the, um, like you would, you would have to be chewing soy all day to get enough to just drop your testosterone level by one. Like it won't happen. Like if you just eat like a normal human being, it's not going to happen. Got it. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you said, so yeah. in the middle. That's like, right. Too much. Don't That's abuse right. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, Ed, with training Muay Thai, um, to, you want to tell, does someone want to tell the story of how we met Ed? 
Yeah, I mean, so obviously when we came here and we took over this location, you were already a existing trainer, head trainer here. Yeah. Um, I remember the gentleman that um, I was negotiating and purchasing this place kept mentioned you a couple times, you know, and there was so much going on because, you know, it was like 25 days. We, we literally, from the moment we heard from the, about this place, we had keys in our hands, you know, which was pretty fast for mm -hmm. buying out a company. Um, but he kept mentioning and he kept saying, oh, Ed, 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 you know, you guys should interview him. You guys should think about having him, you know, come over with you guys and this and that. And I had told Neil, but we were, it was just so much going on so fast. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think me and Neil came to check out this location. And at that time you were here. I think mm -hmm. you had just finished a private or something and we got to meet you and, uh, you know, you're, you are who you are, you know what I mean? Exactly the person that people see you, that's who you were, very humble, very kind, very um, uh, very respectful and everything. And even when me and Neil uh, left, we didn't, we didn't he, normally he obviously he wants to see people's skills and coachability and all that, but we just felt good about you. Like we were oh, like that, we were like, oh, yeah. we were like, that guy felt genuine, you know? Mm -hmm. Like we sense your energy and we, huh, we walked out and we we're mm -hmm. like, that guy feels like genuine. Like he feels like a, like, I don't know, like a really good, humble yeah. person. Yeah, one, one thing that stood out to me, Ed, when we met you um, was just your openness and just honesty. I remember you told me, uh, you know, I, you told me right away, like, I'm more of a boxing coach, but I do know how to throw some kicks. I hope that's not going to be a problem. And my response was like, in my head, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Because most people would just lie and just say, oh, yeah, no, I could do it. When in reality, when I see it, I'd be like, what the, you told me, you no, but you were honest and upfront right away. That, that was like a really big sign for me. And then what kind of tipped the iceberg over for me was when you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, um, I grew up in, I live over in like that Silmar area, but I, I'm here in Glendale and I always take care of my grandma, me and my brother take turns. And I was like, oh Yeah. This is the kind of person we need on our team because um, you were just a reflection of like what our community is and our current staff of coaches. You know what I mean? I, I knew right away. I just sensed it. I have a good sense of people. Um, and I knew right away when I met you, I was like, Ed's, I just got to work with Ed, but man, Ed's going to be a good uh, addition to the team. Nice. So, Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It was such a blessing for me because I found out last second like that the gym got sold. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> where am I going to go? <laughs> yeah. And then you guys walked in. It was truly like a, like a blessing in disguise. Like, uh, I'm so grateful. It's yeah. honestly the best. Like, I've worked in so many different gyms and it's the best gym I've ever worked for. Best bosses I could ever mm. ask for. Kroonil, you've showed me so much. Like, I, in my whole 15 plus years of martial arts, I've learned more with Kroonil in like these two months than I did that whole time. And I'm not even exaggerating. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But we're just tipping the iceberg. We still yeah. got way, way more to go together. Yes. So. Yeah, because Neil was like, so what do you think? I was like, he's got a good beard. No, let's go, man. You know what I mean? I was like, no patches, let's go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you're a great guy, man. So Thank far, you. your energy is great. Yeah. Coachability is great. You know, people like you. You know what I mean? I like you. Neil likes you. Mm -hmm. Everybody is just... 
you know, that's what we're about. And like Neil said, man, who you are out, who you are in the gym is who you are outside. That's and right. It's, just, it's very rare to find those type of quality of individuals. And mm. I'm happy to have you on the team yeah. as much as you oh, are, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you And that's so why we thought it would be awesome to have you on the show because we just wanted to let other people know who we already know. Mm-hmm. We want other people to kind of get that. And I actually just learned last night you were vegan. I, I was so uh, mind blown. I was like, Wait, what? I was so nervous because yeah. my dad messed me up. My dad took it so bad. I was like, oh, I even told Jen. I'm like, Jen, I hope Crew Neil's not disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was like, oh. I was like, wait, what's wrong? Like, I didn't know he was vegan. How is that possible? How's he doing those pull-ups? <laughs> but, um, Ed, one question that um, has been kind of arising is, Ed, do you, do you ever want to fight? I, I do. I you really do. do. Like... Genuinely, I just want to, I don't have that confidence yet. Mm. Every time I've, like that one time that I was telling you guys, I shattered my shoulder. Mm. One month, I was actually one month away from my first amateur boxing wow. match. And that happened. And in 2018, 2018 was my last go. I was actually had an amateur MMA match scheduled. Mm. And one month before that, I was cut my weight. I was 130 pounds. Believe it, I was actually 130 wow. pounds. Yeah. Uh, I was sparring with uh, some, some new guy that came to our gym and in a matter of like a second he got me in a heel hook I tapped out as fast as I can tore my knee wow yeah and I was just like oh god and like I come from a very like religious family spiritual and it's like m- my mom kind of put the idea in my head that like God gave you your second strike don't let him give you the third one uh. but no honestly just being around you and honestly coach Martin said something really inspiring to me and I've been like coach Martin's been really rubbing off on me in a mm. really good way uh, he told me that nope that's the like it's the opposite it's the third time's the charm you know this is the time you're supposed to do it mm-hmm. so right now honestly uh, I just want to see if I could cut the weight because mm. back then I didn't have as much as muscle as I do now yeah and uh, I'm not more so like, I'm honestly not even worried about like getting injured now. I just want to make sure that I could perform as good as I used to, mm. you know? Cause like I haven't taken fighting very serious, like in that fighter mindset. I've been there. I've been mm. actually like going home, like all I'm doing is Muay Thai. Yeah. All I'm thinking is Muay Thai. If I'm not in the gym coaching, I'm in the gym training. Like, mm. it, like I'm somewhere doing something, you mm-hmm. know? And I've honestly been feeling really good about it. I just, honestly, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I'm pretty sure if you yeah. were confident in me, you tell me and yeah. that would give me the world's confidence. So yeah. I think if you told me, Ed, I think you should do it. I might do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's an old saying that I, I just recently learned and I love it. Uh, confidence comes with competence, Yeah. you know, and the more you train, the more you learn. I mean, you even said it within the last two months, you've learned so much. Yeah. Um, and as we start, keep working together and you learn more and more that confidence, I think will naturally grow and you'll mm-hmm. start to feel. And then when the confidence comes, your performance also will enhance too. You know what I mean? So yeah, just give it time. This is an art form. Mm-hmm. You're still young. Like there's, you're right in your prime right now. You know what I mean? Right in your prime. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll continue working together and just keep growing your knowledge. And like, like I said, confidence comes with competence, Yes, you know, but, um, yeah, man, Ed, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us yes. today. Yes. Um, do you have anything you want to no, add, buddy? I just, uh, I think we answered, we asked all the right questions, yeah. you know, I think obviously we've known them in a deeper level, but mm-hmm. I will say this just so another reason, just so you know why we had you on here, Kim had posted, who would we, who would 
people like to see on our next podcast and a lot of people voted for you just so you know oh really yeah, yeah. they did oh a lot nice of the students wanted to hear your story yeah so i thought that was pretty cool yeah. you know what i mean because uh, uh obviously there's a, they're intrigued about you you know they love your classes mm-hmm. uh, they, they like you as a human you know what i mean and uh i just thought that was pretty pretty cool absolutely yeah no. so thank you again for hanging out with of course us, thank uh, you for having me yeah. of course of course but guys thank you for uh tuning in to another episode of muay thai save me just remember guys if you don't know uh muay thai save me we just like to bring individuals like coach ed himself and just share their story how muay thai has impacted them in some special awesome way just as it has for us both for my business partner edwin and i uh but guys don't forget stay tuned for next week's episode all right release them every tuesday all right if you like any of if you like this video, you like any of our other, other uh, I can't even talk, any of our other content, don't forget to like, subscribe, share it to your friends, and uh, we'll keep this content going, all right? We'll see you guys soon.